Ladies, that is Susan Marie J. Cox. Nope, that's <laughs> Joseph Olivia Bailey. Correct, <laughs> except it's Joseph Olivia Newton John Bailey. <laughs> Newton- <laughs> How the hell are you today? I'm okay, I'm in a very strange mood. Strange moods. Um, are you ever grouchy but kind of enjoy it? Hmm. Like, like it's like I'm in a good mood, but I'm crabby. I don't, and it's fun. I don't know. I, I don't know okay. how to explain it. It's a very weird. You're full of piss and vinegar. Yeah, I'm full of piss and vinegar. That a girl. That a girl. How are you? I'm fine. I haven't seen you in a month of Sundays. I know. He refuses to talk to me unless it's on recording day, you guys. That's right. Because otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it'll just be like this. So this is what our what? friendship is reduced to. Your, for your entertainment. Um, how are rehearsals going for your show that I'm not involved with at all? Um, good, good, good. Good. It's a real sad one. The end is a challenge to get through. It's a real panty dropper. <laughs> yep. It's a real panty. You will just get so wet and then your panties will just fly right off. Yeah. So it's real sad. It's real, real sad. Um, but it's going well. How are your rehearsals going? Fine, fine, fine. Okay. The uh, There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I just feel like I'm there's nearing my... Over Sorry. at the I'm tunnel talking. of love. Um <laughs> Okay. I just feel like I'm nearing my burnout point. Sure. So I'm glad that there is a light coming. And you have a little break, y'all. Yeah? I have a big break. You have a big break till misery? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't. I know you don't. I don't know why I did this to <laughs> Um, Yeah, I don't. That's okay. That's all right. I have a break after, mi- I'll have a little break after misery. Well, you'll be directing. Sure, sure, sure. So I can count that as a break. And it's a one person. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Well, it's a one person's show. So I can be like, just come to my house, you little bitch. Just come to my window. Just come to my (laughs) window. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Anything exciting happened to you this week? No. No, just mm-hmm. nothing. Okay. What about you? Are you watching, reading, listening, looking I at? I am currently binging wholeheartedly uh, Big Brother Canada. Ah, uh, yes. And I have to catch up on, <laughs> I almost said Little Women. <laughs> it's, <not> gonna... <laughs> it's my favorite series. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> In my head, it was Little Women. Little Women. Lil, just L-I-L, Lil Women. Yep. I have to catch up on that. I have to catch up on the thing about Pam. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right now it's just a feel-good comfort sort of binge. So yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Like, I can't get enough. And then I'm going to start uh, Big Brother Australia. Yeah, Joe said that was on there. So I'm very excited. So that's about it. Yeah. All right. The Oscars are this Sunday. They are. They are. Yep. They finally invite. Did you hear this whole kerfuffle? I'm sure you did. I did. They did not invite the lead of West Side Story to the Oscars. 
Yeah, I don't know. What? Oh, what are your thoughts? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just like all of a sudden it's like, I wasn't invited the next day. I'm presenting now. I don't know. You don't. Th- I mean, they just did that because of the backlash, don't you think? Well, sure. But I don't know. It, I don't know that there was any like malicious intent or anything behind it. I don't know. I just feel like it's all much ado about nothing. Now, listen, I don't think there is malicious intent either. I feel like she is not a big name. And so they were just flippant and complacent and whatever. But I do think it's kind of dumb. I mean, I think the stars of a movie that's nominated for seven Academy Awards should be invited. Sure. It's just, I think it's a clerical oversight. Yes, but but <laughs> but they didn't care enough to make sure that it didn't happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, like, see where I you're get what from. you're saying, and I and I agree with you. And I get what you're saying, and I agree with you. So there we go. <laughs> uh, and th- and then they did overcorrect. They were like, "Oh God, present something." She'll you can win all picture. the Academy right. Awards. <laughs> right. <laughs> she got nominated, and they've already given her an award, and uh, there's no need to even watch. So there yep. you go. So now she- no one's invited. She wins them all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting about that on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have been watching Life and Beth on the Hulu. Oh, okay. And how is um, that? It's interesting. It's not, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's not what I was expecting. Okay. Okay. So we're about halfway through that. Also, I forgot to mention this. We watched that uh Oh boy, I can never remember the name of it. Somebody, someday, somebody, somewhere, someone, someone, some, someone's some, watching over you. Someone, somewhere th- over the rainbow. Someone over the rainbow. I think it's somebody somewhere. It's on the HBO, starring Bridget Everett. Fantastic. Okay. Phenomenal. She plays this woman who lives in Kansas, and she's just very lost in her life, and she meets this gay fella are you watching the wizard of oz the wizard of oz yes kansas so oh somebody somewhere that yes somebody somewhere okay yes i mean yes bridget everett plays this girl named dorothy <laughs> okay <laughs> thank um, you but- for <laughs> the joke just went all right well but it's funny you say because they do deal with some wizard of oz themes in the in the show but it's well, very you not very 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 good okay so there's that. Now, um, we have uh, an email, but I'm, I need to go back to last week. Mm. I need to go back in time last week. Because okay. remember, there was a port, a port of last week's email. Right. Our Canadian friend. I almost said Canuck, and I don't know if that's considered that to be a bad thing. A bad word. So I don't think it is, but. We're not that. So let's refrain for now, I guess. Um, from our Canadian palsy, our palsy to the north. So this was what was included in the email last week that I skipped over. Ah, the yes. greatest female-led comedy movies Okay. from Ranker. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number, let's go, let's go in reverse order. Okay. Um, Because it starts with number one, but I'm going to go down to 10. So number 10 on this list is Clueless. Okay. Clueless. Yeah. Okay. I might might put it higher. Because especially when we look at number nine, which is Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, 
Wow. Wow. Number eight is Miss Congeniality, which I've never seen because, you know, of my disdain for her. I mean, it's okay. I think they literally just picked movies with female leads. I think so. so because number seven is The Princess Diaries. I've never seen it. Oh, it is really good. I've never seen it. Mm, okay. Yeah. They just literally picked movies with female leads. Yeah. Because number six. Yeah. What's number six? Tangled. Okay. That, those aren't people. They're I know. Isn't that weird? Uh, wait, I've never seen Tangled. Oh, it's good. I mean, it's cute. It's good. Number five is Sister Act. I feel like that should go higher. I agree. Number four is Heather's. That number. Okay. Yeah. Well, just strap in because wait to hear this one. Number three. Yeah. Ten things I hate about you. Okay. First of all, that's a fucking terrible movie. That's number one. Number two, it's based on Shakespeare. So take it right. It's not an original story. Get it the fuck out of there. Number three, Julia Stiles. Let's okay. Right. And like, she's like the terrible. only woman in it. She's the only one in it. And she's not good. Julia no. Stiles is not good. Really I, not. I, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but she's not good. She is not good. Okay. So, so what somehow was that's three? number three. Okay. Yeah. What's number two? Legally Blonde. Which I would put Sister Act above Legally Blonde for sure. I would put Sister Act above Legally Blonde as well. But Legally Blonde. Okay. All right. And then number one should be easy to guess. Women, 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 funny, funny women. Bridesmaids. Right. So it was a man. It was a lazy man who made this list (laughs) is what we're saying. Yeah, I don't. That's a very odd list. I mean, I get bridesmaids. So I'm sorry. One. What was the title of the list again? This is uh, the greatest female-led comedy movies. Okay. Mean Girls is number fourteen. That this list is wickedy whack. No, Ranker is so fucking dumb. I understand why it's not on there. It's it's not. It's an ensemble piece, and that's why it's so adored, I think. But Clue yeah, is not on there. Ugh, um, Juno is number 26. Juno is terrible, and it's not a fucking comedy. Girl's um, Trip is 27, which needs to be way higher. I think we should. Okay. I have an assignment. I have a homework oh. assignment. I think we should put together our own list. Oh, that's good. I like it. Let's put together our own list because this is bullshit. All and right. I'm going to include, just because I want to put clue on the list, I'm going to include ensemble pieces with more than one woman. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair enough. Oh, I like it. Yeah, we have to do our own list because this ranker, bull- I mean, like, honest to God, there's more out there. And like, when was this list made as well? December of 2021. And I keep asking you, and you may have said all of this. How long is the list? You just did the top 10, but how long yes, is it? Yes, 30 films. 30. Is little on it at all? It is not. It should be. So it that's bullshit. Be. Yes. Yeah, we're going to make a list. How long should our list be? Just top 10? Yeah, let's or... do top 10. Top 10. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Good Good job. Yeah, because these these are this is bullshit. Yeah, this is so, total I mean, like, BS. Private Benjamin, although I've never seen Private Benjamin, I'm making assumptions. <laughs> it's, but Private I, ben- <laughs> I love Private, Private Benjamin. Benjamin. Death Becomes Her. Yes, yes. Uh, which is of Eastwick. Would we consider that a comedy? 
Uh, I don't like that movie, so I don't, re- I don't consider it. Okay. <laughs> um, fucking, I know it, the genre is a little mixed, but Steel Magnolias. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, no, that list is fucking bullshit. And it was yeah. also, you know what? It was a zenial who put that together, too. It was a zenial male who has never seen an 80s or 90s movie in their life. And they just know Clueless because... It's in the zeitgeist, but yeah, that list is bullshit. Yeah. So good. I like this. Okay. We will make our own definitive lists. So we're obviously skewed towards comedy, but if it's like, um, like steel Magnolias is sort of a, a mix that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. your judgment and we can. Yeah. I mean, obviously we wouldn't put like enough on there. The Jennifer Lopez domestic violence piece. Right, like it's not going to be a Sophie. Like I'm not going to be like Sophie's right, choice. Sophie's choice is hysterical. It's everybody, fucking a gorillas in the mist, a laugh riot. <laughs> like but you know, <laughs> it's also our show, and we can do what we want. So Stephen Elias can go on the list. Yes. All if right. You laugh out loud more than once. Ooh, that's good. Then good it parameters in it. Or if there is a very specific comic relief character or relationship. Okay. All right. Now this is interesting because we got a new email from our friend to the North and yeah. it's the very, it just starts off like this. Get to talking about rancor. <laughs> okay. Well, fu- we fucking did it. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes they make these lists. These so-called experts are either drunk, want to stir the pot or truly have bad taste. I own 228 Mariah Carey CDs. I understand <laughs> And sometimes you just make mistakes, but I mean the list. LOL, Oive. Garbage. Hilarious. Yet seen them all. What does that say? Man update. At this point, I'll settle for setting me up with fake celebrity crushes. Catherine Hepburn bringing up baby. Watch it this week for the meantime. time. Amazing, comedic, funny lady performance. I adore bringing up baby. It is one of my favorite movies. She is so funny in it. This is for Sue's. Oh, no. Oh, this is another list. Best movie villain. Best movie villains. Number 14 is Alan Rickman. Oh, he needs to go high, much higher up. But it's Alan Rickman as the sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, oh, I knew exactly. If you say Alan Rickman, I I need to tell the masses this. And by masses, I mean, you know, Um, when you say Alan Rickman, the first thing that is going to pop into my head is the sheriff of Nottingham. That's when I fell in love with him. I saw Robin Hood and I was just like, who is this man? I love him. And so that's the character I fell in love with. So that's the always the first one that's going to pop in my head. Not Hans Gruber. I love Hans Gruber, but it's going to be the sheriff that pops in my head first. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number one, apparently on that list is Darth Vader. Okay. I'll allow it. Uh, he goes on to say, love the show last week. Going to see Lost City with Sandy B and my boyfriend Daniel Radcliffe this weekend. I actually would see that because I just adore Daniel Radcliffe. Again, subliminally, he is suggesting Caitlin Olsen, Jan Arden, and Margaret Martindale. One day, one day we will get to those. One day. And maybe like my pre-ordered Make-A-Wish plea, a show to celebrate two of the greatest women ever. Uh-oh. A bubbly blonde who fell through the floor in a bathtub and a precocious brunette who had talking babies. Matt, we're going to stop reading your emails. Okay. You can, you can, I know, we know who you're talking about. You can put bubbly and baby talking in there. 
<laughs> oh my god, that is hysterical. <laughs> Who can I say if I've been changed for the better? But because I knew you, <laughs> I have been changed for good. Okay. That was a lead in to discuss the wicked casting. Whew. Yeah. What do, what do we what do we think? We haven't discussed this. Well, well, a little bit, I think. I don't. I look, look. <laughs> Cynthia Revo is supremely talented. Yes, I think she looks too old. Mm, I think yeah. she's too old. Uh, it's just, ugh, Ariana Grande. I yeah, no. Like her, we have talked I, about this because we've talked about the Ariana Grande of it all. Yeah, yeah, and the Hairspray Live. She yeah, yeah, was yeah. terrible in Hairspray Live. So if she doesn't, all right, because we also talked about James. What's his face? Sure. Oh yeah. Um, if she doesn't Ariana Grande, it she could be good. If she just plays it like an actress, which she can do, it'll be great. If she puts her Ariana persona on it, it's going to be fucking terrible. It's going to piss me off. I think Cynthia looks too old. I think Emmy. Uh, Raver Lampman would have been a much better choice. Who? Emmy Raver Lampman. Who the she, fuck is that? Okay. <laughs> She's in Umbrella Academy. She was in. Um, oh, Elliot Companies. Page. Um, y- yep. <laughs> would make a great alpha. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the Touring Companies of Hamilton. Uh, she is the domestic partner of Davy Diggs. Mm. She is gorgeous. I'm obsessed with her. Her voice is amazing. She played um Angelica Houston. Yes. Yep. Yeah. In Hamilton. Yes. Yep. That's my favorite part is the Angelica Houston cameo. <laughs> She's the one that kills Hamilton. Love it. So out, it's just out of the box thinking. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> but then they get a woman of color to play her. So see, do you see how it all just gels? Yeah. 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 Um, she would have been a better choice. She looks more age appropriate. Um, especially against Ariana Grande. Like Cynthia yeah. looks like a full grown, wonderful woman. And then Ariana Grande looks like a child. And they're supposed yeah. to be the same age. Yeah, like, they, come they on. Do. Look, there does appear to be an age difference. I mean, I know there is. But it's like, you can. come on, guys. Like the come stunt on. casting. Come on. So anyway, those are my feelings on the out. I did hear this week that Dolly Parton said that she wants Kristen Chenoweth to play her in any upcoming Oh, Dolly. We, we still love you. <laughs> she also tried to reject her nomination into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, she was not successful? She was oh, not successful. Voting had started. They had denied her request. I did not so hear that. So I think up. true Dolly fans will then not vote for her. Because she said, she said that she was very flattered, but that she didn't think she fit the category because it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I can see that. And, and how big of her. And she's just the classiest of acts. Like, she just, just do what Dolly wants, please. Is. If she doesn't want in, Absolutely. then don't vote her in. Like, she's yeah. just an angel on earth. Even though yeah. the Christian Chenoweth thing, you know, everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Dolly's as close as you're going to get, but there's no one perfect. So, you know. Now, here's other big daytime news. Uh, so Maury Povich's show has been canceled. After I'm sorry, uh, uh, did we travel back to 2000? That was still uh, on the air. <laughs> it is, yes. I'm and hang on. I have there's a point to all this, which I'll, okay. I'm getting to. I would assume so, yes. Maury Povich has been canceled after 31 years, mm-hmm. uh, and you know Ellen is ending, so that 
sort of puts Kelly Clarkson into the sort of reigning queen of daytime TV now. But okay. I read that we're also going to be blessed next season with the Jennifer Hudson show. All right. Are we using the word blessed? I am. But it just seems like an odd, I don't know how she'll fit into the daytime world. It'll be interesting. I mean, I'm going to watch the shit out of it. She has a personality of a wet rag, so I'm sure she'll be great. Oh. But um, no, I hate her. I can't. No, you're not going to okay, sway then, me. I'm sorry. It's not. Uh, it's not happening. Let's talk about something else. Um, <laughs> oh, and I had something else right in the hopper too. Um, right in the hopper. No. No. Oh no. It's. It doesn't matter. Maybe it will come back into my head. All right. All right. All right. So let's talk about our lady. Well, let's do it. Our lady. Well, our wee pods. Our wee pod lady. Our wee pod lady. Yes. So this week we watched the a documentary, Carol Channing, Larger Than Life. So just a quick little background. Uh, Carol Channing was born in 1921. She passed away in 2019. A big Broadway star, best known for her roles in gentlemen for blondes the movie no not the movie the stage production <laughs> and hello dolly of course and then also nominated for an academy award for her role in thoroughly modern melee and then this movie came out in sometime sometime it came out in time 2013 maybe sure um so what did you think of the movie um i think that's what made me crabby here let me let me let me let me explain let me explain. It, as a documentary, it was bad. I thought. The subject matter, Carol Chan, I, she deserved more. I thought it was, she deserved more. All we talked about was Hello, Dolly. And we talked to the gaggle of gays, which is great. But she deserved more. I just, as a, as a documentary, I thought it was lazy. Hmm, interesting. And I assume you loved it. Uh, I... No, I didn't think about it in those terms, though, which is what is interesting to me because I just adore her to no yes, end. And so, like, mm -hmm. from the first frame of film where she's walking through Times Square, I was just like gushing, like, oh my God, I sure. love her so much. 100%. And so that was just, but yeah, I actually now I see what you're saying, but I was just like thoroughly in it just because I right. just love her so much. And like, I didn't know the whole story about her and her husband at the end how they had been childhood sweethearts that broke up and like let's talk about that more like let's get more in depth on that let's talk about others like it it sort of boiled her life down to Ashley and she's a gay icon and like that was it and it sort of just there's there's has to and and her voice she's got she's got you know a quirky voice she was hello dolly forever she's a gay icon the end like it just kind of irritated me. I was like, "All right, like <laughs> it, there's more of her, you guys. Like, let's hear about her childhood. Let's hear about this love story." Like they even say in the documentary, their love story is like this epic fairy tale movie type thing. And it's like, yeah, they met, then they spent seventy years apart, then they got married. It's like, oh, cool. Like we get it. We get it. She was in Hello, Dolly. I don't know if you heard. She was in Hello, Dolly. We fucking get it. Like, can we hear more things? So, yeah, it just kind of just got me crabby. It's, it just seemed real lazy. Okay. 
I mean, there. I uh, see, and I, I feel like you're saying these things, and I'm like, uh, but we did talk about gentlemen for prefer blondes. We talked about her growing up yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah. Her parents were Christian scientists, and she is technically a person of color. Yes, her grand mother was an african-american i know i find that fascinating and, and she had, does look exactly like her father i had forgotten about that which also was interesting too yeah i i feel like they could definitely have gotten more talking heads um yeah. uh, also like a bigger depth of them i mean i yeah. love tyne daly but i was like why is tyne daly here also lonnie anderson is that the best you could get right And I had to look up Lonnie Anderson because I thought she was dead. Oh, she just doesn't do anything. (laughs) No, but I thought she had like cancer or something. So when I found out she was still alive, I was shocked. I will say Carol Channing, I I loved her even more after watching this because her work ethic and her, she remembers everyone. Yes, that is amazing. Remembers all of her lyrics. Mm-hmm. 90 years old she seems like just the sweetest lady ever i loved when she and i don't did they ever say what show those guys were doing they were outside of their theater during their show and she walked by it was memphis which i it's in the end credits oh okay um, yeah i did i wasn't sure either but it was memphis and she starts talking to them and she's like you know are you at intermission and they're like oh no our show is happening right now and she's like <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you know, I'm almost 90. And they start clapping for her. And she goes, Well, I don't know why you're clapping. It just happens. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yeah. I didn't do anything to get here. Uh, I didn't do anything to get here. It just fucking happens, which I just love it. Um, I also love the idea. She said, when you create a part, it's yours for eternity. Yeah. And I love that idea. Yes. Um yeah. I loved there was she was talking about her childhood when she used to have to go out for her parents to I don't remember what she had to do but oh give out the they would give out tracts from the Christian Science mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. would go they sent her to the theaters between like on her double show days mm-hmm. and she walked into that theater for the first time and walked onto the stage and she just said she knew that mm-hmm. it was hollowed ground Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's right on. Lady. Um, I had a moment last week, you know, the high school does their musical for the kids. So the little kids go on a field trip to the high school to see the musical. And I was standing there directing people to their seats. And I heard this one little kid say, oh, my God, do you smell that smell? That's the best smell Oh my God, I want to smell this forever. And I was like, oh my God, I know exactly what you mean, kid. And I love you. Follow the smell. Just keep following that smell, the smell of a theater. Little gay boy. Uh, I mean, you know, um, <laughs> it, she looks just like her dad. And she oh, she was telling a story um, about when she was in uh, like junior high school, elementary school. She was telling some story and she goes, but, and she mentioned some kid she went to elementary school with. She's like, Bobby Schmaltz, you don't know him. <laughs> yeah, that was so, so fucking funny. You don't know But him. like genuinely, <laughs> yeah. like not as a joke, just like genuinely like, don't ask, you don't know him. So don't like, there's no follow up to that. And, <laughs> and I just thought it was so fucking 
funny. I also <laughs> wrote, I remember she remembers a song from middle school at the age of 90, and I can't remember a song I did in college. <laughs> she started singing her, her oh, she was running for class president or something, and yep. she remembered. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, all of that footage of her rehearsing for like the Kennedy Center is in like the Gypsy awards or whatever like she just knew all of her fucking lyrics and i, I was know. like that's it's crazy. amazing yeah um also that joanne worley was talking about her eyelashes and i was surprised to learn that she wore mink eyelashes oh, eyelashes wow. made out of mink oh wow um i also really liked when she was talking about her son that's one thing yes i would like to have known more about that yeah, because it's just in, really in passing that she talks about her son and how bad she felt because that when you're in the theater, the theater always comes first. Yeah, and it's a very selfish, yeah, sort of profession. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, I, I feel that very much. Yeah, when my grandfather died, this was some years ago, but I was in a show and I missed the funeral, and every like yeah. my family was like, "What?" And I'm like, "I." Like I, I have, have to go show. on. Like I can't. I, have a show. I can't miss. I can't miss it. So. Um, when my dad had his first heart attack, I had rehearsal, and uh, this was in college, and I couldn't get hold of my stage manager, and so I remember calling the costume shop and leaving a message at the costume shop to say I would not be at rehearsal because my dad had had a heart attack, and I mean he almost died. He, it was a really bad heart attack, and. Like, I don't think anyone would have blamed me if I hadn't shown up. And then they found out later, like they would have been annoyed that night, but leaving a message for my stage manager wasn't enough for me. I had, and that's how you are when you're an actor is like, you're like, Oh my God, I have to, oh fuck. And yeah. if I'd had a show, I'd probably, this sounds terrible. I probably would have gone and done the show. I get it though. I totally get it. And been like, well, he'll be there after. No, so I, terrible to say. No, but it's, like, I mean, I get it. I don't think it's terrible. There may be people listening who think it's terrible, but I get it. I totally get it. Um, she never missed a show. Joanne Worley was her standby, <laughs> and she never went on. Yeah, and I, I, I would be annoyed if I was Joanne. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but you know, at the same time, I mean, she would go. She had cancer at one point. She would go and get chemo. Yeah, and then fly back and do the show. It's like, yeah, jeez, I know. Yeah, and they did Hello Dolly in the White House. That is so I, bizarre to me. I know, right? So bizarre, and it looks so weird. Like a terrible experience. It really did. I was, I was noticing because I was like, God, that must have been so much work to stage it there, and the space is weird, and the lights yeah. are weird, and the yes. sound is weird, and that would have been a miserable show to do, I would think. Yeah. Also, she knew every president ever. Yep. Yep. Um. At one point, they talked to Rich Little, and Ugh. all I wrote was, <laughs> "This is my note." Oh, shut up, Rich Little. You're annoying. Uh, seriously. <laughs> He's one of those, he's in the Dana Carvey school of no one thinks Rich Little is as talented as Rich Little does. Right. I mean, and he doesn't even do a good impression of her. He doesn't. It doesn't even sound remotely like her. And whenever anyone in this documentary tells a story about Carol Channing, they all use her voice. He's the one that does it the worst. Yep. Yep. I totally um, agree. You're Rich Little. 
Like, but he also your jam? thinks that he's doing a great job, so he just keeps doing it. Oh my god, he! I hate him. So and she much. just keeps laughing to be polite, right? And it's like, shut up, you piece of crap! <laughs> really, <laughs> you rich little? What a person to hate. <laughs> Meanwhile, half the people are like, who the fuck is rich little? <laughs> I know. Oh, um, all you youngsters out there! Oh, you! I um. Her first on-screen kiss was Clint Eastwood, and boy, howdy, was he fucking hot. He was very handsome. Also, she kept calling it a clinch. A clinch? I know, a clinch. I'm like, maybe it's not working out because you keep calling it a clinch. It sounds painful. It sounds uncomfortable, and it sounds like it's against your will. Maybe. Um, come at it from it. And then they ended up cutting it from the movie yeah. because they practiced. And I was like, the clinch was awkward. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'd practice too. Yeah. So, Clint. But what an odd pairing. I know, right? Carol Channing. Carol Channing. <laughs> like, I would have never guessed that. I'd be like, I'm sorry, what? Um, but I, he turned out to be a piece of crap, right? Is he a piece of crap or just a cranky old man? Cranky old man. Okay. I mean, he's a Republican too, so eh, six right. one. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I, I, it also uh, stood out to me that um, she did two years on Broadway with Dolly. Then she, she's the one who went on tour with Dolly, which is not heard of anymore. And she did that for two years. And she, they said when they came to Detroit, Detroit hated Hello Dolly. It opened here. This was the first oh, was place it? it played. Yep. They hated it and wrote a new song for it yep because of detroit so there you go i saw her in it when in the 1994 tour okay at the fisher with my friend shannon it was the first time i'd ever encountered a standing ovation in the middle of a show i was mind blown wow um and then at the end she was like when i heard we were going on tour i said we had to come to detroit i'm like (laughs) Bless your heart. Oh, you say that in every city. Um, uh, yep, for sure. <laughs> the thing that I love the most, because she is, she just comes across as the nicest lady. And I can't, I couldn't decide. And somebody, it might've been a couple of people did touch on it a little bit that the Carol Channing that you see is a, a character, like a cultivated character. And so part of me wondered, is she fucking brilliant? Or is she really that way and, and is just accidentally genius? Which do you think it is? Or is that just genuinely her and it's just... I think it's... She is what she is. I think it's... I don't know. I was going to say the latter. Because she. I think in order like for to, be, to do this movie and to play the role of Carol Channing... All let all the time yeah. that you're being filmed, you know. I mean, of course, she's like 90. So if that were the case, she's been doing it for a very long time and would know how to turn it on and turn it off. But I just don't think we ever saw any times of it right, ever right. being off. You know what I mean? Even like when she's like in the car with her husband and yeah. they were just were like all yeah. over each other and just like so much in love. And he just seemed like such a grounding right. force to her. Yeah. Whatever it is. I really wish they had gone into their love story more because it was very interesting. They met as children. He remembered the exact date they broke up and then they didn't get back together until 70 years later. 
Yeah, and that's what I wanted to know too. It was also I loved when he was in uh, yeah. Korea and he was on leave or something in New York, and she was doing Gentlemen Prefer, Prefer Blondes, mm-hmm. and he saw her name on the marquee and wanted to go visit her, but he they wouldn't let him backstage mm-hmm. or he couldn't mm-hmm. get backstage or something. Um, so that was a missed opportunity. But yeah, when they finally got back together. He was like, so I just, I called you and we talked for like an hour and a half. But I'm like, how did you call her? He thought she was dead? How did you have her number? Oh, I thought she was dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did (laughs) say that. How how do you not know if Carol Channing, someone that you knew personally, is dead or not? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to unpack um, that a little more. My favorite part, because uh, she just seems like the sweetest lady in the world, is when they start talking about Hello, Dolly, the movie. And she says, How does she say it? Well, Barbara was just great. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and I was like, That's as shady as Carol Channing gets. But that was fucking shade. That was a shade. And I just loved it because it was just the nicest shade I've ever seen. She was great. And we'll just leave it at that. All right. So you have some feelings. I loved when oh she was talking to Jean Shallot, and I don't remember the story, but they, <laughs> the two of them, I mean, together. him especially. She was a really great storyteller, but I did write in my notes. She would exhaust me. I think if I got stuck in a conversation that was too long, I would be like, okay, Carol. All righty. I got to go. Like, <laughs> if I have to listen to one more story, I'm going to explode. Um, but she is a marvelous storyteller. She really, she really knows how to, how to do that. And such a snappy dresser for an I old know, broad. right? All these old broads are yeah. snappy dressers. Yeah. And Lonnie Anderson is there. I don't <laughs> I know like Bruce Valanche is like I don't I don't know he's just he's his own thing you know Yeah yeah He's his yeah. own, no one knows what he what does he do is he a comedian is he a, no one knows what he does he's just yeah. literally a personality he's just literally yeah. Bruce Valanche I mean yeah. I know what he does he's a writer but you know what I mean like Yeah for sure He's like a Kardashian <laughs> Just, yep, he's exactly like a Kardashian. Just fatter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Other than that, there's no difference whatsoever. <laughs> um, but I mean, I enjoyed it because I enjoyed her. But yeah, like I said, I just wish it was more. It was more of a love letter to Hello Dolly than to her, I felt like. Would you recommend it? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, not necessarily. Um, I mean, listen, if you love Carol Channing, go ahead. But if you love Carol Channing, you probably already watched it. And you probably have your own opinion. If you don't really care either way, um, you're not going to. I don't I don't feel like you would get anything out of it. I think you'd come away thinking about Hello, Dolly, more than you would her. Interesting. Yeah. I would recommend yeah. it. We're split today. We are split. You yeah, can get it on right Amazon Prime. Down the middle. Yeah. Well. Well, that's Carol Channing, larger than life. Larger than with the same hair her whole life. How does someone do her that? Whole life, except her when she was in life. laughing and had that terrible afro wig. Okay. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, this is, ooh, <laughs> is this okay? I mean, it was ooh, back then. Talking about being a soul sister. I, get, I know, right? Like, I, I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's, that was, I mean, it was delightful. I had a good time, but yeah. Could have been better. Well, we're back at it again next week with a full episode. We are. We are. We are. We are. Do we have on deck? Well, I I don't think we've done her before. You know, I've written everyone down, but you know how my memory is. Anna Ferris. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we talked about her before because Anna, 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 Anna. Yes. All of this to say uh, there's a movie that I'm watching just because it has Chris Evans in it. But, you know, but I I think you'll appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And he's real yeah, good. It's super and by sweet. good. I mean, um, half naked. No, but right. he's a really good actor too. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll do Anna Ferris. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um. Well, you can uh, follow us on Insta Three Funny Ladies Podcast. Yes, and uh, you can send us an email. Uh, Three Funny Ladies at Gmail and we'll be coming at you again next week. We sure will. We sure will. All right. Mm-hmm. Go forth and multiply. I don't know. Oh, God. No, <laughs> don't bring children into this. Go forth and sow your seed. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>